0: You are listening to the Encouragement Outpost podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Georgia Pointer, and I want to share a true story with you. Just uh, recently, I was driving into work, and my mind wandered, and I ended up passing uh, my my workplace. I was at the next light, and it was like I kind of did that shake of my head like they do on TV when somebody falls and gets a smack. I said, "Where in the? Where is your head, Georgia?" What? Is what are you thinking driving like that, passing your workplace? But friend, you know, we we have to be careful about what we think and how we think and where we allow our minds to go. Otherwise, we won't reach our desired destination. And so I thought that while we are at this beginning point in the new year, I want to encourage you to ask yourself Where is your head? Because where your mind goes is where you're going to find yourself, whether that is in the physical world, where you're driving or walking, or in the spiritual realm as well. So I want to encourage you in that today. So stay tuned, my friend. Colossians chapter three, verses one through three. Read from the New American Standard Version. If then you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And then verse two, which is going to be our focal verse, says, set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth. And then verse three says, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. My friend, we are talking today about the mind and what it should be focused on. And verse two says to set your mind on things above. And it also mentions in verse one, things above. So what does that mean? How does that look? And how do things above contrast with things that are on the earth? As Christians, we operate from a different start point than those who have not yet received Christ. We operate from a base of knowledge, a foundation that is totally different and sometimes diametrically opposed and upside down in the eyes of of, of the world, but things above I was, I was thinking on that and I had some words uh, that I've written down here about things above things above are eternal, right? Things here on the earth are temporary things above are God focused. He's the center of all things that are above And things that are on the earth oftentimes are self-focused or they're just focused on the day to day and the practical, you know, the paying the bills and those kinds of things. And of course, you know that this scripture is not telling us to completely uh, ignore our obligations, but we we must have a a mindset And again, like I said, a foundation that understands that as we seek the things that are above, the things that are on the earth will take care of themselves. I have said this so many times. If you listen to my podcast, we brush across this this particular uh, idea on a regular basis. And I'm thinking, I think it's um, Matthew 633, where Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you. The world's mentality says, let me take care of the temporal stuff first. Let me let me get the job. Let me get the house. Let me get the car. Let me get the wardrobe. Let me get the position. Let me get those things first, and then I'll start focusing on all that God stuff. Their mindset is, I don't have time to think about any of that other stuff because they don't see the connection. However, we Christians understand that nothing is going to work right on the earth in our world the way it should and the way God intended it if we don't seek first his kingdom, if we don't first keep our minds set on things above. And then the last uh, word that I put here for things above that we are to set our minds on, they are characterized by love. Yes, they are. Christianity and love ought to go hand in hand. Uh, First John talks about that, where it says that uh, if you do not love your brother whom you have seen... How can you love God whom you have not seen? Um, so we operate from a base of knowledge that God exists, that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, that our purpose in life is wrapped up in him first and foremost, that our marching orders come from him, that even our days and the way we spend our time and the way, yes, that we conduct our whole life is all focused on him. But if you don't trust him, then you won't focus on him. We must, in order to focus on things above, we must realize that God has given us everything we need to to be able to focus on things above and not things on the earth. Um, That wording there, set your mind, in verse 2, to set your mind, it has, yes, to do with focus, but one of my commentaries also mentioned that it's really more of an inner disposition. I love that. An inner disposition. That means that you have a made-up mind, my friend, that you are already Under you already understood, you already understand, excuse me. You already have an understanding that your whole being, where you go, how you dress, what you think about, how you spend your money, every single thing is governed beautifully and lovingly and wisely governed by our relationship with Jesus Christ. So maybe uh, you kind of got off course a little bit, you know, maybe, maybe you are a Christian. You have received Jesus Christ, um, in the pardon of your sins and you became a child of God at, at a particular point in your life. And you perhaps were doing well for a little while or for a long while and something happened. Maybe you just started to get distracted. Maybe you started to make excuses. Maybe you started to neglect your time in the word. Maybe you got away from attending worship on a regular basis. Maybe you took on a friendship that is not necessarily taking you in the direction that you know God wants you to go. Maybe maybe you have begun some habits that you let down that you that you put down a while back and you just slowly started to compromise and and you you find yourself focused on things that are not above, things that you would not feel comfortable inviting Christ into. Friend, in this series, we're doing a mini mind makeover. So if there is repentance that needs to happen in your life, know that God is waiting to hear from you know that god welcomes you with open arms that he takes great delight in welcoming you back into fellowship with him now if you know jesus you never you lose relationship you you never lose sonship or daughtership you're in the family but the enjoyment of the relationship on both ends has been hampered in some sort of way. It's not what it used to be. Friend, I want you to take this as an opportunity from the Lord himself to come on back. To come back. That involves confession. And uh, confession simply means to to say the same thing as God says, to mirror, to, to admit that you've gotten away. that you've you've left your first love and that you've allowed other things and other people and other goals to preempt what God has for you. So set your mind on things above, my friend, not on things of the earth. Why would God tell us to set our minds on things above, to be intentional even in our disposition in the way that we treat people in light of the fact that heaven is watching in light of the fact that we are ministers of reconciliation. As scripture says in light of the fact that we are on assignment from God in every er arena of our lives with that disposition, why would God challenge us? Why would God command us to set our minds on things above? Well, One of the reasons that I can think of is that we're going to be up there a lot longer than we'll ever live down here. If you live to be 115, you've only begun to scratch the surface of the amount of time that you're going to be spending with God in eternity. And so in light of that. God wants our focus to be there because it governs the way we live down here. But also, I'm thinking of Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 20. And I have that pulled up here. Uh, Let me find it really quickly. Yes. It says, this is Jesus speaking. He says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy. And where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. That speaks volumes. So you don't want to spend all of your time with your focus on earthly things, things that are going to burn up things that somebody can steal, things that wear out. Because you are going to be spending eternity, if you know Jesus, in his presence, in heaven, much longer. I think it's exciting that we have a say in this earthly life in, in how we get to enjoy eternity. We can, we can use our earthly time on this planet to invest and to send ahead things on earth so it's really a very wise thing to invest in eternity so so what does that look like what does that look like um keep in mind that everything we do now God is God cares about god has a God has a say about it, so how about the way that you view people? What is a mindset that you have when you encounter every individual? We are not called to like everybody, but we are called to love everyone and and love is a decision it's not a gushy gushy feeling It's nice if it's there. But that's not an essential part of loving. So so how do you love every individual that you encounter? You can love them by respecting them, by acknowledging their presence, by being considerate of them, being being kind. You know, we we see these things as little things, but, but they're not. They're not. They're a big deal because the the, the Heavenly Father cares how you treat someone he created. It matters. How do you treat people who don't have anything to reciprocate? How do you treat people who are vulnerable? Do you take advantage or do you seek to be what Jesus would be if he We're in your shoes. Seeking things above. Means that while we're here on earth, everyone that we encounter some sort of way gets a whiff. Of Christ. Sometimes they won't even be able to put their finger on it, but they'll say there's something about her. I can't quite articulate what it is. But friend, it is Jesus. It ought to be Jesus. That means that we don't walk around with a chip on our shoulder. It doesn't mean we walk around with a scowl on our face. It doesn't mean that we are uh, acting as though, you know, we're at the mercy of whatever kind of day people who we encounter are having. No. Our inner disposition is to love, is to be like Jesus. It's to give people the benefit of the doubt. It's not to be a fool. No. And if you've listened to me for any length of time, if you know me, you know that that's not what I'm saying. However, because our identity is wrapped up in Christ, we are free to be kind to a person who otherwise would want to take advantage of us. Because as this verse says in verse one, it says, uh, if then or since then you have been raised up with Christ and you have, if you know Jesus Keep seeking the things above. We have been (laughs) co-raised with Christ. When Jesus Christ rose from the dead, we experienced that resurrection as well. And so now we operate from a different standard, my friend. We offer from a, we we operate from a different set of values. And by the way, uh, that uh, verse seeking in verse one, excuse me, that word in verse, in verse one, is a is a continuous act. Keep on being in the in the act of seeking the things above. So there's never a time when we take our wigs off and say, "Well, you know what? I'm going to take a break from seeking things above. I'm just going to do my own thing for now. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay aside my Christian faith, my values. I'm gonna dab a little bit over here, and, and then I'm gonna come back over. No, 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 friend. When we have Jesus Christ in us, it's more like our skin. You don't take off your skin and go, you know what? I'm going to go be somebody else for a little while. No, no. We take off a jacket. Okay? But our Christianity is to be a skin, not a garment that we can take off. You take your skin everywhere you go, Right? <laughs> I think that's a safe bet to say that I'm not listening to anybody who could say, no, you know, actually I do kind of take my skin off and go, go, go. No, no, that's not happening. When we come to know Jesus Christ, my friend, we take on his disposition and we carry him everywhere we go. So we want to be seeking those things above. So, so, so as you, you get up, get ready and go about your day today, my friend, I wanted to invite you to simply reiterate to God and say, Lord, I'm setting my mind on things above today. I'm going to set my mind on the way you view this day, the way you want me to conduct every business that I have to do in this day. Lord, I'm on assignment from you. I am. I am. I am. I am Jesus Christ. In regular, everyday skin in every I'm um, you know what I'm trying to say you're on assignment it is as if Jesus himself were walking in your shoes when we when we mess up and we will immediately confess it and keep moving my friend the goal is not perfection the goal is to walk in step with him all day long if you will get up with that mindset every day It will revolutionize your demeanor and the way you do every single thing in your day. May I pray for you, my friend? Lord, I thank you so much for this dear listener. And I pray that if there is any area of their life where they have strayed, where they veered off, where they've compromised, I pray you will bring it to their mind right now. And I pray against a spirit of condemnation that they simply will acknowledge and agree with what you've said and repent. Thank you that you have said in your word that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So right now, Lord, we claim that forgiveness in in response to our confession. I'm also thinking of this one who doesn't really know what to think about this coming year. Maybe there is a mindset of dread. Maybe there is a a mindset of fear and anxiety. Lord, I pray that you will help her to seek things above, recognizing that you are in control of all of it. That while she may not know what a day will bring or what a year will bring, you, you see it as if it's already happened. And your presence is there Every step of the way. I pray she will have great confidence in that. I pray that you will flood her soul with peace as she recognizes that you've not sent her anywhere all by herself. But that you have promised that you will join her, that you will accompany her as she follows you every step of the way. We bless you and thank you for this new year, for a time of refreshing and starting over and reaching new goals and and getting to know you better. Thank you that you have given us the mind of Christ and that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. In the strong name of Jesus, amen. If you have been encouraged by today's episode. I encourage you to share it with a friend. I also want to invite you to invite a friend to uh, purchase my book. It's a devotional book and it's right in line with what we're talking about. Think on these things. It is a 90 day uh, devotional. Uh, The subtitle is 90 encouraging, encouraging meditations for spiritual growth. Friends, Growth does not happen by accident. It it simply does not. You must set your mind on growing. You must be intentional about growing. And this devotional would be a wonderful companion in helping you to do that. I want to uh just read one excerpt. This is day 36 and uh whatever is right is the um is the topic And uh, I'm sorry, those of you who don't know, this this particular devotion is based on Philippians 4.8. It says, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is is just, you know, all those things. It it lists about eight things. And at the end, it says, think on these things. In other words, let your mind focus and meditate on these things. And so, today's entry, uh, day 36's entry, rather, is whatever is right. And the title is rest. The scripture is Mark 6.33. Mark 631, excuse me. It says, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. I was a stressed out full-time mother of three. And one weekend, my husband took all three boys away on a road trip for two days. The first night, I was so wound up, I could not relax. I'd been on for too long and my body had forgotten how to decompress. I reclined my body, but my mind was still racing. I was suffering from SCSD. Small children, stress disorder, if there is such a thing. I worried I would not wind down before they returned the next day. After several hours, I fell asleep. The next day, I was better. I never wanted to get burnt out like that again. Can you relate? Do you feel like a hamster on that little wheel, always working and meeting your family's needs? It is good to be industrious. And having someone to care for feels good, but you must take care of yourself, too. I learned, especially when I began homeschooling, to make time for myself, or I would not be suitable for anyone. There was a stoop outside my back door where I took a a book to sit and read, even for a few minutes. On the weekends, I spread a quilt out under a tree in the backyard after warning my children not to disturb me unless somebody was bleeding. My kids are grown now, but I still must be intentional about making time for myself. This means saying no to some lovely opportunities for the sake of my emotional and mental health. I learned that making time for myself is caring for somebody God loves. You are somebody God loves too. So take the time to refresh your beautiful self. So um, if this sounds like something you would like to um, incorporate, in your new mini mind makeover, I encourage you to order a copy at Amazon.com. You can type in my name, Dr. Georgia Pointer. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, there are several books that are entitled I "Think on these things," so you might want to type in my name in order to get it. And uh, I would thank you so much if you were to want to to encourage someone else with uh, a gift of this, perhaps someone that you are discipling, someone you are encouraging to uh, become more like Jesus. It would even be a, gr- a wonderful thing to go through with someone, maybe with a book club. You guys kind of, uh, you know, hit the high points, go through a week and then meet together and just talk about the things that, that kind of stood out to you so that you can encourage one another. Thank you so very much, my friends, for your time and attention, and I will see you next time as we continue in our new series called Where's Your Head? A Mini Mind Makeover. Bye-bye.